It's all about Southampton. The So So Show with Zoe Hansen and Simon Clark. Welcome to another episode of the podcast, which knows what's happening in the SO postcode with Visit Southampton. Light up your social life. It's the So So Show. And this week, it's a West Key special with her, Zoe Hansen. And him, Simon Clark. Now, I'm going to be trying the latest beverage sensation. Mango is the most popular uh, with the passion fruit bowls and tapioca. We've got the cosmetic brand which will enrich your life. He really wanted to find a brand that helped people to relax and slow down in what can be a very busy life. And details of a brilliant summer activity coming to the Esplanade. We're introducing this year a 10am session and that is specifically designed for tuition. Just feel me. Just feel my jeans. Wet, huh? Is that because you're excited to see me? (laughs) It's because, and you can hear it in my voice, right? I'm losing my voice a little bit. It's because I've literally just come off the log flume at Poulton's Park. Littlin has an inset day. Best days to go to Poulton's Park because there's no other big kids there. So we've come off the log flume. The reason I've got no voice is because somehow... Tell me how this happened, Simon. I go along to Portland's Park today. We went on Flight of the Pterosaur. I love it. We go on Storm Chaser. I love it. And then somebody comes up with the bright idea of going on the Cyclonator. And that's the one that your friend didn't like when you went for the 40th anniversary. When you say my friend didn't like it, she was feeling ill for two days after (laughs) this ride. It's on a long arm and it swings backwards and forwards like a pendulum. But at the bottom of the arm is a spinning wheel that you sit on. So you are going literally upside down and spinning around at the same time. You have no idea where's up, down, round and around. And somebody that was with us, another 10-year-old, wanted to go on it because they've never been on it. And her mum didn't want to go on it. And... Lois didn't want to go on it. So you took one for the team. So I had to go on it. Now, the reason I've got no voice is because I screamed all the way through it. Why is a scream such a sort of instinctive reaction? I think as well, the older you get, the more it hurts when you scream. (laughs) It's like being sick. The the older you get, the more it hurts your throat. It's it's very much like a hangover, right? They get worse as as you get older. But anyway, I have been on the Cyclinator. Thank you if you voted in the poll as to whether I should or I shouldn't. <laughs> I, myself, almost visited Polton's Park this week. Yeah? I came as close as the entrance. Oh, really? <laughs> because on Father's Day, uh, we ended up at the um, Mortimer Arms. Oh, yeah, nice. It was the best Sunday roast I think I've ever had. Right, now, Sunday roast. If it goes over 20 degrees, I feel like, no, we can't have a Sunday roast. I can't be doing it. But then I think about, you know, going to Benidorm and, you know, everywhere sells a Sunday roast and you can watch Only Fools and Horses at the same time. So for me, Father's Day started by being rudely awakened, bearing in mind that Sunday morning I'd had three very late nights and three very early starts in a row. Yeah. My daughter thought, best thing on Father's Day, I'll take him to Josie's. He loves the Josie's, so let's start the day again. But we need to go early because otherwise there'll be an hour and a half's wait for food if we're not there by nine o'clock so she woke me up and I was like I could have slept until lunchtime 
But do you know what? It's Father's Day. I'll go. So we went and we had a nice breakfast. And then she said, uh, oh, um, I booked us a table for lunch later as well. But oh, my gosh. She went straight from breakfast to lunch. No, she said, <laughs> the key word there was later. So she'd arranged for us to go to the Mortimer Arms. And they had three sittings on Father's Day. They had a midday sitting, a five o'clock sitting and a 2.30 sitting. We were the only ones there for the 2.30 sitting. But it was still the most incredible roast. The Good. beef. You know, sometimes you go for a roast and the beef is like so ridiculously thin. Yeah, yeah. Paper thin. Yeah. Chunky cuts of beef. Oh, nice. Roast potatoes to die for. Like a bit of steak. The Yorkshire puddings were just amazing. Could you wear them as a hat? I always like a Yorkshire that is big enough to wear on your head. It wasn't how big it was. It was just how deliciously crusty it was. And there was a chipolata in there as well, but I didn't eat that. The dog had it. (laughs) But yeah, Mortimer Arms. The reason that she booked it is because she'd been online and she'd read the Google reviews and it has one of the best ratings for Sunday roasts in uh, Southampton. Oh, well, they are then. And you've added yours as well now. Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. So aside from Poulton's Park and almost going to Poulton's Park, this week it's a West Quay special and it's been quite a busy few months at the shopping centre. As manager Laura Reid explains. So I think the highlight of the last couple of months here at West Quay has been the Eurovision party. We put on a screening for the coronation and for Eurovision uh, and it's fair to say the coronation was a little bit of a washout. I think it was wherever you were, right? You know what I mean? There was nothing you could do about that rain. I think there was a lot of barbecue food that got cooked in ovens that day, (laughs) if I'm honest. Soggy sausage rolls. Well, we we screened it. There was a few hardcore fans down there, royalists with their cream teas, which was, you know, excellent to see. But uh, no, needless to say, it wasn't hugely successful, unfortunately, but we did it. Uh, But... You know, a week later, we had our Westkey Eurovision party. We had warm-up DJs, uh, Denise Van Outen and Kimberly Wyatt of the Pussycat Dolls, doing a DJ battle. And it was brilliant. The sun was shining, beaming down. Someone actually told me it reminds me of somewhere in Ibiza, which is probably the first time Southampton, and particularly West Quay, has ever been compared to somewhere in Ibiza. But we were all there. I was there to the bitter end when um, Sweden got announced as the winner of Eurovision, and we got, what, second to last? Last place, I think. Trounced, I think is the word. I think they were all like, yeah, you had your year last year where you came second. Well done, UK. But that's it. Back to where you belong. Uh, but it was brilliant. It was a really good fun atmosphere. Everyone was dancing, kids in the fountains. And the mayor did the splits. Oh my goodness, Jackie, what a legend. I mean, oh, what a way to end your year as the first Lord Mayor of Southampton. Full of, on the stage and then she just did the splits. Brilliant. So, what have we got coming up? Because the big screen is still there, right? So the big screen is still there, yeah. Yes, and keep an eye on our socials and on Facebook sort of, you know, events and things for different screenings and things that they're going to be putting on. But really, it builds up to the tennis now, which is our yearly screening of Wimbledon. And we are also showing Queens as well. Um, And that's grab a drink, get a deck chair, watch it all happen. And that that will be nice because it's something that I think people are now, uh, it's kind of synonymous with the West King with the Esplanade. It's just year in, year out. It's there. It's our standard thing we do. And if you've got kids, then you can take them down there because the fountains are going again, aren't they? They are, yes. She says through bated breath, they're a little temperamental. But yes, they are. As much as we 
we can put them on, we put them on. So that's all down at the Esplanade, which is outside West Quay, the food bit. And then stuff going on inside, because you've done, you've had sort of Sound Pop Academy, you've had all sorts of things going on within West Quay Centre. We always try and work with local community groups and charities to keep things activated and things going and obviously to support them as well. So yes, there's a few things coming up. Um, we have just extended our charity partnerships with Abby's Heroes and No Limits for another year. So really pleased that those um, charities can still come into the centre. They have you know, dance performances and, and sort of different fundraising activities that they do. And so they're going to still be coming in. I think um, I think Abby's Heroes have got something on the 1st of July. And we've also, we, we have ad hoc other community requests as well that we always try and accommodate. So um, we've got something coming up on the 24th of June, uh, Saturday, which is for uh, National Refugee Week. There's a parade going through the parks and the in the morning before the parade happens, there's going to be sort of workshops where you can come and make things that are going to then be used in the parade. So obviously aimed at families and children to raise awareness of National Refugee Week. They can come and make some paper mache and like make masks and things like that, that they all get worn and then the parade goes off from here through the parks about midday. So it's in the morning. So that will be worth coming down for. We've got a few things coming up in the Esplanade near the screen throughout June and July. And then we're all building up to our big summer event, which will be happening in August. The roller rink is back. Yes! Ah. I'm going to book on for three times a week. It's great exercise. Well done. Yes, I would. So this is going to be called Rollerland. And the tickets go on sale at the beginning of July. So keep an eye out on our social media and our website for the link to book tickets. And the Rollerland event goes live in August in the school holidays. After we finish with the tennis, that will be down on the Esplanade similar to last year but the rink is actually going to be slightly bigger than last year oh i'm loving that and i tell you what that was so much fun if you've never tried roller skating before these people are so good at helping you and so good at keeping you upright you've got to learn to skate rather than try to walk wearing wheels absolutely and i think we're, we're introducing this year a 10 a.m session and that is specifically designed for tuition for people to come along and have help from an expert and get some hints and tips on how to skate so complete beginners so that'll be really nice so you know children or maybe grown-ups who want to give it a go but are totally never done it before you can come down at 10 and get a little bit of help. And I know that you're a very accomplished roller skater. So keep an eye on the socials because Laura will be doing some sort of arabesque thing. Look at her moving away from the mic. I think I might be on holiday for most of it, sadly, <laughs> in the summer, taking my kiddies away on holiday. Sorry, um, I'll pass on that. I'll stick to the ice skating in the winter. Can I stick to that? There's always so much going on, isn't there? I just love that place. And they just really give that experience. The stores in Westkey and the restaurants and the cinema and everything, they must just really appreciate how much goes on there. And if they didn't do it, they'd be saying, well, why aren't you doing anything? Do you know what I mean? Mm. But, I, but it feels like there's a real, like, family thing going on there, that they're all a team and they're all in it. And actually, let's get loads of people down here having loads of fun and then they'll go and shop till they drop. And where else could you go in the country where the former mayor does the splits? <laughs> the So So Show. We have to mention the biggest event that's happened in Southampton in the last month or so 
which was the Arctic Monkeys at the Aegeus Bowl. So 40,000 people there. I reckon 40,000 people that day, that Wednesday, said to me, are you not going? What? How are you not going? And I was like, look, I'm going to play hockey and then I'm going to listen to it in my garden because I'd already heard the sound check. So off I went to hockey, played in about 54 degrees and then came back, put Little to bed and went out in the garden with a cup of tea. I watered the garden because we haven't got a hose pipe ban yet. (laughs) And then I listened to every word and I could hear every single word coming out of the Arctic monkeys' mouths up at the Aegeus Bowl. Well, clearly you had the wind direction because we heard nothing in Hedge End. The wind, it must have been down to the wind because apparently the speakers were facing you. (laughs) And I was like... But I heard everything and my neighbours were out there as well. I know that it finished two minutes late, 10.32 it finished because at that point I turned the tap off, I turned the hose off and I went upstairs and I got into bed and I didn't have to get through all the chaos. Well, the traffic is always quite <laughs> insane after a concert at the I've seen, I've seen videos of everybody coming out and Sainsbury's, McDonald's, Smith's, oh my goodness. So I didn't go to the gig and I was in London, but I was on the train coming back from London, the last train back, yeah. at 9.30. Right. We can talk more about that later. Anyway, Lad rings me and he says, oh, can you come pick me up? I said, number one, I'm in Basingstoke at the moment on right. a train. Number two, even when I get to Hedge End, I still won't be able to get anywhere near the Burger King that you're standing in yeah. because the traffic will be absolute carnage. Yes. You can walk back in 20 minutes yeah. or you can wait an hour and 40 for me yeah. to get back from Basingstoke in my car and fight my way through the traffic and come and get you. What would you rather do? Yeah. Do you know what he did? Go on. Rang his mother and asked her to Oh, no. And she was out for 90 minutes. Oh, my God. 90 minutes from leaving the driveway to actually getting back. It, it, it did sort of amuse me a little bit. So there was a not allowed list. And you think that some of them are a given, you know, but you're not allowed to take any hairspray with you. Never a problem for me anyway these days. No knives either, <laughs> like just in case you were thinking of taking some cutlery with you. <laughs> and no umbrellas. I think that actually umbrellas is a good one because it's always the way, like being five foot four, somebody will stand in front of you that's taller than you anyway. You can't see a thing if there's brollies up, can you? It's all about Southampton. The So So Show. Next on our West Key special, we're going to chat to Molly from Rituals Cosmetics, relatively newcomers to the makeup scene with a rather unique approach. So we were founded in 2000 um, in Amsterdam by a young man called Raymond Klusterman. Um, He saw a big gap in the market for companies that did a mixture of bath, body and home products. And he really wanted to find a brand that helped people to relax and slow down in what can be a very busy life. Products that help them to turn their everyday routines into something meaningful. So that can be from having a shower with a shower gel, driving to work with their car perfume, everything like that. So we're all about slowing down and really taking that moment to yourself. And yeah, we're one of the first brands to combine Bath, Body and Home. And we're now one of the fastest growing beauty brands in the world. When you come in, you just feel like you're in a little oasis, you know. On the first floor of West Key, you come in and you go... (sighs) 
breathe, right? Is that what it's all there to do? It's all about relaxing the customers. You know, you come into our store, you receive a cup of tea. Obviously, you have the gorgeous cherry blossom tree. Um, obviously, the smells of the products in the store. Um, it is all about just helping them to relax and feel welcome. How many ranges are there? So we have seven ranges in total. So each range is inspired by a different ancient tradition and is also designed to evoke different feelings. So we have like our energizing range, which has sweet orange, that's really uplifting, all the way to our relaxing range, which is inspired by Chinese medicine to help people to relax. So there's there's something for everyone. What's your favorite? Ooh. That's hard. Depends how I'm feeling on the day, to be honest. If I want something relaxing, it will see the relaxing range. We have Ayurveda, which is Indian rose. It's really sweet, really floral, but it's hard to pick. There's the red, the sort of maroony colour red one. I've been drawn to that one a couple of times now. What's that one all about? That is the Ayurveda. So that one is inspired by ancient Indian medicine, and it's all about living a balanced lifestyle and having all your chakras in line and just really getting in touch with yourself so each one has a really lovely meaning this is like meditation just talking to you about this stuff you know that right and if anybody comes in you can see that you can try all of these things and there's lots and lots of testers the hand cream already I mean my hands have never smelt better right and do you sort of advise people on okay I think this would work for that kind of thing what do you do when your customers come in yeah so our team are very knowledgeable and we we work on a very one-to-one customer service basis so team really get time to get take time to know the customer find out the individual needs like you said we have our water island which is our sink in store so we perform hand massages on customers so you can really try the products and get a feel for things before you buy as well that place rituals is such a beautiful place just it's like a little oasis within Westkey. if you're feeling a little bit stressed or you've got too many shopping bags go in there and just breathe a little bit it's beautiful do you have the sound of wind chimes in the background no because <laughs> that's what they need on a loop wind chimes on a loop interspersed with the occasional whale i don't understand how this happens but whenever i hear wind chimes i need a wee <laughs> the so so show There's some amazing news this week coming out of Mayflower Theatre, and that is that Six, the musical, so the musical all about Henry VIII's wives, it shouldn't work, but it totally does, and the music and the songs and the lyrics are just fantastic. The performers are amazing. They have sold out every single seat for every single performance. And this is one of those shows that wasn't a film first. Yeah. It hasn't been televised anywhere. It's literally just on stage and it's amazing. And everybody's now heard of it, so everybody's booked it up. There's such a buzz amongst young girls in particular about the songs from the story. And uh, yeah, it amazed me how it spread so quickly and how the hype built around it. And everybody needs to go and see it, but there are no tickets available at the moment but keep your eyes peeled on the mayflower website maybe the popularity is down to the fact that kids still do henry the eighth and his wives at schools therefore they feel they've got a a way in maybe someone needs to do a geography based musical about (laughs) scree slopes and we can test the theory uh let's not (laughs) southampton's podcast the so so show there's a trendy new beverage about and i'm not sure you're gonna like it because there's no alcohol zoe (laughs) but anyway let's find out because zoe will be trying Bubble tea a bit later after we chat with the manager of Bubbleology in West Key.
and find out what it's all about. It's a bubble tea uh, which originated in Taiwan. So it's quite popular nowadays, in, especially in the young generation. If you talk about like from teenagers to 30, 35 years old. But everyone is testing it. Most of the people like it. Even that's the majority of the group is, uh, which is like very kind of, very fond of bubble tea. But you can't say like the older people are not trying it. They are loving it as well. I haven't tried it yet. And I've just got a passion fruit bubble tea with mango bubbles, with the popping balls. So, so anybody that hasn't tried bubble tea before, what's it all about? What's the sensation? We do two types of teas. One is the fruit tea and another one is the milk teas. So fruit teas are like fruit juices with the different types of flavors of the popping balls and jennies. And and milk tea is like a milkshake with uh, your choice of adding the flavors of the poppy balls or jellies. Or you can go for your tapioca as well, which is a brown sugar chewy balls, which is made of the cassava plant. We use the, in the milk teas the hot tapioca and in the cold teas as a cold tapioca. I mean, in the fruit teas, in the, uh, the cold tapioca goes with there. Amazing. And I've seen lots and lots of people drinking these. And like you say, the kids are just going absolutely nuts for them. What's your favorite flavor? What's the one that you go for all the time? Especially I like the strawberry and cream, but in the milk teas and mango is everyone's favorite and the fruit teas. Mango is the most popular uh, with the passion fruit bowls and tapioca. Right, so let me have a try of the bubble tea and pop on the top. Right, well, I've got mango with passion fruit balls. Mm -mm. Mm. Wow. It's a taste sensation. And they're tapioca balls. So you're drinking and eating at the same time. Yes. Is that right? Yes. So you are drinking and eating at the same time. And bubbleology. I mean, it looks incredible, but it looks like a bit of a sort of science lab, like there's something going on there. Exactly. You can say it's a mixology. You can mix your drink. You can add more flavors, one, two, up to three flavors of anything. So it's like a science of mixology, I will say. And bubbleology is like uh, expanding very fastly, I will say. And uh, one more thing about bubbleology is we use every time a fresh uh, green tea. We brew every three hours. And uh, that's why I will say we are very different from others. You can customize your drink at the store, at online platforms as well. You can put half sugar, no sugar, extra sugar, extra ice, no ice. You can do whatever you want to do with your drink, how you like to drink it. That's the main thing. You can choose your alternative milk options as well. Like we use oat milk, soya milk, whole milk, organic one, organic whole milk and creamer as well. I think that this is the thing, isn't it? Like the, the f with all the different flavors and everything that you offer there are so many different options aren't exactly. there exactly yeah you will have a variety of options and and even these options you can each and every drink you can customize by yourself it feels for the customer like you are making your own drink not someone else behind the bars so i bet it was a party on your tongue it was really good it was so like i got a little bit addicted to like sucking up 
the little tapioca balls. And when he said tapioca, I was like, oh, I don't know about that. Just had these flashbacks to school dinners. It's just little sort of filmy bubbles that you pop with your teeth. And yeah, it's a bit of a sensation going on there. Do you feel that there aren't enough bubbles in your bubble tea? <laughs> or do they load it up with tons they of They load it up with bubbles. You're all right for bubbles. that would bother me that there wouldn't be enough of them in there. What I'm thinking is that they need to go bubbleology mixed with revels. You know, like you never knew what you were going to get inside of it. Ooh. Like one would be a Malteser, one would be a chocolate colour covered raisin so if you could mix up all the flavors bubbles and chuck them all into a drink and then when you pop them you have no idea what you're going to get you are on the road to becoming a bubble tea mixologist <laughs> with that very idea the random nature of not knowing what bubble you're yeah, going to yeah. get what a cracking idea and why has no one not thought of that before why has nobody thought of it it's always a genius idea on the so so show you are a creative genius well done <laughs> Let's help you plan your social life with Visit Southampton. Light up your social life. We have Dash in the Dark. It's 5K, September the 23rd. And this is all for the Air Ambulance. And if you don't know, the Air Ambulance is funded as a charity. So every time you give, it all goes to fund the Air Ambulance. And they need, need money and support. It's a ridiculous thing that something like that, which has been used quite often in the last week or so, so in this area yes is voluntarily funded and it isn't state funded so yeah please of all the charities you could support the hampshire and isle of Wight air ambulance is definitely one that you should be considering it is it's brilliant and that's dash in the dark so everybody gets dressed up in their fluorescence and their glow sticks and all of that and i know that you'll be up for it because you'll be like oh yeah i'll be um you'll be running half marathons by september so you'd be fine with this what you really need ideally to start the dash in the dark is that fellow who won britain's got talent with the ivies <laughs> one but, more but you'd never get over the start line because you'd just be there for 10 hours peeling off layers. Uh, Also, there is a charity fun day and dog show at Southampton Sports Centre, uh, July the 29th. Glow Marwell as well. We're all about the glow in the dark, right? Glow Marwell is coming back to Marwell this year. Christmas. So from sort of the beginning of December until the end of December, with added Father Christmas, that's going to be back on. It's sort of, you go in the evening time, I suppose, sort of four o'clock when it gets dark, and there are some amazing installations all around the park. And there is a very intriguing new bar in Southampton. Oh, really? Oh, yes. It's called the Dark Arts Bar. It's opened on the high street, and there is a Big buzz about it. I've spoken to the manager this week and they are absolutely rammed. So they make cocktails and drinks in that kind of dark arts witchy kind of way. So you have them all smoking and steaming and all sorts of concoctions. Basically with Bunsen burners and Petri dishes. Yeah, something like that. Okay, yeah. Okay, well that sounds fun. Thank you very much if you found us on your social media and you've liked and followed our Instagram, our Twitter and our Facebook. Make sure your notifications are on because there's always something good to win. And what we're trying to do at the moment is build a big picture and a big directory of everything that's going on in the summer holidays because obviously it's pretty hard to fill those six weeks. So if you have a holiday club 
club or if you're doing some sort of sport or something that everybody can get involved with, let us know on our socials and we'll give you a shout. Absolutely. We'll do our best to spread the word about the activities that you've got going on. Have a great week, Zoe. And you, Simon. And thank you for listening. You've been listening to Zoe Hanson and Simon Clark on Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. 